0: Have you ever wondered why taking care of little children and taking care of aging parents with dementia feels so different? In the previous episode, I shared my story how I was a caregiver to my mother who had terminal stage cancer and dementia while being a solo parent of a baby. It seemed like I was doing similar things. Feedings, appointments, cleanings, diapers, and dealing with the impulsive outbursts of two human beings around me. But it's the experience of being my mother's caregiver that turned to be very traumatic, not the experience of being a mother myself. Why? Let's talk about it. First of all, I want to make clear that I am not any kind of brain scientist. So everything I'm sharing today is my interpretation of everything I have learned about our brain's function. And my theory is that our brains are not wired to be our parents' caregivers. It's not a natural process, and therefore we are resisting it. Our prefrontal cortex... The frontal part of our brain that is responsible for things like envisioning the future, planning and strategizing, did not plan for this. Our life plans are usually based on the major life milestones such as graduations, weddings and having children and some idyllic version of retirement that doesn't include your own parents in the role of your children. But why? Probably because our primitive or reptile brain, which is responsible for our survival, doesn't see how it would help us survive. We can say that the main functions of our primitive brain are to have pleasure, avoid pain, and to conserve energy. These are things that motivate us. Let's talk about each of these. First, we avoid things that look like a potential cause of pain, like thorns and rocks with sharp edges. We also avoid something that we already know is painful. For example, insect bites if you have been stung by the wasp. I have an autoimmune condition that is triggered by a certain food. And when it flares, it's very painful and I cannot move. And I simply don't eat that food that triggers the pain. No matter how delicious the food is. It's just not appealing to me at all. This is how my primitive brain is helping me to avoid pain. It protects me. Second, things that are good for us and help us survive as individuals or as species, are usually enjoyable. We need to maintain a certain body temperature, and that's why, We enjoy sitting by the fire wrapped up in warm blankets in the cold months of the year. And that's why we are looking for cool places in the shade or by the water in the hot summer. These are two opposite things, something that keeps us warm or something that keeps us cold or cool, that are enjoyable at different times of the year. It helps us survive and they give us pleasure. Another good example is sex. Sex is meant to be pleasurable because we have to propagate to survive as human species, right? So if we don't enjoy sex, we probably don't do it willingly, which means that we would not have babies, which means that we would not survive as a species. And the third thing our brains want us to conserve energy because. In case of danger to our survival, we need to be able either fight whatever is dangerous or run away from it. So if you find yourself in front of TV or a computer with a bag of chips, you can rest assured your primitive brain does its job. You are safe, comfortable, enjoying the movie, enjoying the chips, and don't expend any calories Because you know that tomorrow you will need all your energy to survive whatever comes next. So, how can we look at taking care of the people we love through this lens? How are the primitive brain motivates us to be the caregivers? First of all, protecting the babies and taking care of them so that they survive is our instinct. It's an animal instinct. There is no thinking involved. It's what all animals do. But we don't have that instinct to take care of an old person whose brain has lost some of its functions, and that person cannot survive on their own because of the loss of those brain functions. So we have to find our reasons, our cognitive decisions, why we're doing so. Also, babies are stinking cute. And we enjoy being around them despite of sleepless nights and poopy diapers. We enjoy the way how their hair smells and the sensation of holding them in our arms and how they're giggling and how they're smiling and doing all those cute things, which is actually the baby's survival mechanism to be cute. It's all well thought, if you think of it. The babies need to be cute... So they will be taken care of while they're helpless so that they will survive. And while we are taking care of the babies and enjoying their smells and giggles and hugs, we have such a huge flush of endorphins, dopamines, oxytocin, all these feeling good hormones in our body from the interaction with the babies, that our brain's just screaming, this is pleasure, give me more of this, even if we are tired. However, the elder people don't smell like babies, and we don't carry them around in our arms, fortunately. So when we are exhausted and frustrated, our brain screams pain. What are you doing is wrong, because it's pain. It's not safe. It's not pleasurable, and you're barely alive. It's not safe. Run away. And we do want to run away, if we could, but we don't. And here is where the disconnect happens. Your primitive brain screams to run away, and your more developed brain tells you that you cannot run away. I see my clients start judging themselves for those thoughts of running away, and that becomes a downward spiral because our primitive brain is still there. It still sees our parents as a threat to our survival, And we continue to judge ourselves even more and thinking of ourselves as monsters. Even worse, we are trying to convince ourselves that taking care of our parents is a good and noble thing to do, that it is a privilege to be able to take care of them them at their last season of life. But our primitive brain doesn't believe it's any safer And then the self-hatred becomes unbearable. I've met people who believe that they don't deserve anything good and they don't deserve being loved and they don't deserve to be happy just because they believe that they were these horrible creatures who didn't think that living with the person with dementia was a privilege. But what if we accept this idea that our brain's are not wired to be our parents' caregivers. And that's why it reacts the way it reacts. Of course, my brain is screaming bloody murder because it's trying to protect me. And then it's not me, a horrible monster, who doesn't enjoy changing my mom's poopy diapers anymore. I am a human with a normal human brain that has a normal reaction in this abnormal situation. There is nothing to judge and there is nothing to blame myself for because nothing has gone wrong. There is no reason to hate myself anymore. Of course, it would not change your parents' conditions and you will remain their caregiver. But there is a possibility you will find ways to find something enjoyable in your everyday routines. When you realize that there is nothing wrong with you and you do what you can, you will start noticing what an incredible job you are actually doing and what a great person you are for making the decision to take care of your parents. It is possible. And if you like what you hear on this podcast, Would you do me a favor and share it with your friends? There is someone who needs to hear this. I'm your host, Master Coach Irina, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening.